Alright, welcome back to another episode of uh, the most diverse podcast ever, except uh, Devin and uh, Carson are not here. It is just me. I they're in, they're in a better place now, which is uh, college. So today, instead of talking about a movie, which is what I usually do and I used to do often, I'll be talking about uh, an, a topic that is has become important to me over the past few weeks because of uh, a particular assignment. Uh, Asian American music. Asian American music is a it's it's in, in a way its own genre. It, it, as much as you could create genres, and I think that's the most. I think that's how, that's how it'll start is with discussing what exactly constitutes Asian American music. The easiest way to define it, I feel like, would be music that is made by someone who is Asian American. But then could you also define it as someone who is Asian making music in America? Or could you define it as an Asian American making music in a different country? It It's hard to put an exact label on such a thing because music in a way has no boundaries you could create like american rock music in china you could create i don't know uh traditional chinese music in america which is what they did not create but they made they performed it uh the or the way to start this off is to start with the earliest forms of Asian American music, which was the immigrants that first came to America, what they started playing. And they often played traditional Chinese music, or traditional Asian music, I shouldn't say Chinese, that's a generalization, but a lot of the Chinese immigrants played traditional Chinese music that like told stories and stuff. Over time, it more or less stayed the same, especially with enclaves, but it, it definitely developed to fit the the conditions they were in as the people started going outside of their own sort of enclaves they developed music more similar to ones in the rest of America they started to mix and do different things with their traditional music and maybe incorporate American aspects into it as time went on and some even adopted American forms of music like jazz was a uh, big thing starting off for the Asian American community uh, many there were many Japanese and other Asian jazz artists one would be Jean Jang Mark Izu Jeff Chan Fred Ho Francis Wong and not only jazz but classical music has always more or less been something that the Asian American community has taken part in. Not entirely cr creating, but performing. Yo-Yo Ma, which I've probably already talked about in the presentation, was a big musician and is still alive today, which is crazy because he played for JFK when he was a kid. And he is a really good cello player. I don't know if you've ever heard the box suite in G major or the cello suite in G major, but it is a terrific piece of music that really actually like changes. It, it is so good that it can change 
the way you are feeling drastically. It is, it, 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 it creates a feeling of being at peace in the world. And I think that that is something that music really goes beyond borders, goes beyond cultures in a way, because it's more than just disputes and clothing and different ways of expressing yourself. It's a, it's a way that, in a way, is, is universal, like sports, like Mr. Mui likes to put it up to. It's a universal form of expression that, uh, no matter what, everybody can participate in. And as we get more later into the 1900s and with more generations of immigrants, we get more people who make sort of American music, but are Asian American, or what would generally be considered American music. We got, we have Metallica. He has been the, the Kirk Hammett has been the lead guitarist of Metallica since 1983. Kirk Hammett is an example of, in a way, assimilation and joining in with the community he he joined Metallica, a general, generally American band, heavy metal, which is not American in and of itself. There's definitely European, I think, Australian elements to it. it um, Metallica is American, and Kirk Hammett is very important in that, which I think definitely constitutes Asian American music in a way, which is something that I had no idea. I don't listen to Metallica often. But it, it definitely threw, it didn't throw me off, but it definitely caught my attention. There's also one of the members of the Black Eyed Peas. I've given that also in the presentation. He was a, an important member. Black Eyed Peas is a bit of a diverse group in and of itself. It's got the one Native American guy. No, he's not Native American. It's got the one Hispanic guy who is... I believe partially Native American, and it's got the white woman, and then the other African American members. But as we get more into the 2000s, especially, we have many other Asian American artists who do their own thing themselves. I'm I'm sure you've all heard of this one this one artist Mitski. I have heard a lot of people talk about her. I've heard a lot. She's very popular. At least I see a lot of I see a lot of her in women's uh, social media posts. They include her music. She's very popular among women. Uh, I don't listen to her, but I, I, she's very good. I've heard. We also have Joji, which <laughs> has his own uh, past that is uh, different. The importance of other cultures in music is something that is not always talked about but I feel like is very important for music itself. I think we focus a lot of the time on not white artists but more in a way classical European, classical American. We focus a lot on the general culture being what music is and what it has contributed to it but in in reality the it's a blend of everything i think what i always like to use as a good example of this is the song Lou," which was used in pulp fiction and is a like the widely known surf song 
was actually a Greek song before it was just made into a thing. And now everybody hears that and they think, oh, surf, America, and California, and all that. But in reality, it, it's from Greece. And I think that with almost all, it's true with a lot of music where people just think, have these like simple ideas of what it is, but in reality it's more complicated, it's all stuff blended together, it's, it's this mesh of, of, of all this stuff, and, and, and Asian Americans have had a, an amazing impact on it, and have really put in something, have made it what it is now. I think you could argue that they, they, they helped make rap, just like the Jews did with uh, Beastie Boys, but that's a that's more of a joke. It's impossible to chalk it up to one thing, and that is why it's so amazing, and that is why Asian Americans have had such a large impact, and will con definitely continue to have such a large impact. I think the future is very important for Asian American music, as, as Asian American elements have been brought, or Asian, not Asian American elements, Elements from traditional Asian music have definitely been brought into a lot of our American music, even with artists that are not Asian American. Sometimes they use things that are traditionally Asian, and it it it, it sounds it sounds pretty good. Regarding, we're not talking about Madonna's uh, horrible atrocity that she had brought into this world. We're talking more about different aspects like especially the sitar the sitar is a is a large it's not a largely used thing but it's definitely been used norwegian wood the beatles used it steal away robert dupree in a way used it but we definitely over time have seen the use of many more asian american instruments the, the influence the change over time of really what is accepted and what what has blended and it absolutely demonstrates what can happen when cultures come together and create amazing things like music. Thank you for listening. That's uh, episode six. Episode 5.5, because I won't say that's an official episode. That's not an official, it's more of a bonus episode of the most diverse podcast ever. Thank you for listening and listen to more podcasts.